everyone. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. I have software. <laughs> I have Danielle. software. I have Google <laughs> Sheets, Kim. <laughs> I'm going to let you know if this podcast business makes sense right now. Are you putting all of the numbers in the computadora and then it's yeah. telling you? Yeah, hold on one sec. <laughs> Equals some. Oh, shit. We're fucked. It's 60 or 19. How is this a business? How is this a business? <laughs> Kim, you did so great. <laughs> <laughs> she treats Johan, who is literally three times her size, as if he's one of her students. Also, this is a person who racked up eighty thousand dollars in Easy Pass. Oh, yeah, the the, debt, the, so. uh, the audacity, the audacity, so, Kim. If you <laughs> haven't read what this is, Jesus Christ. Um, so, who can't do basic math now, Danielle? She lit. Okay, we're gonna talk about this at length in our evidence section. But I think everyone listening has to know at least the basics. When she left New York, she fucking fled New York, you guys, from creditors because she hadn't paid rent in like a year. Which with COVID, some weird rent stuff. I I think Danielle is so stupid that she didn't realize that rental deferment and for COVID. Means you had to pay it back at some point. <laughs> and, and so she yeah. owed like 40 grand to her landlord. And then she owed $80,000 to Easy Pass, which is basically she owed $80,000 in tolls. Tolls. And this and is she, on starcasm.net. Please read tons. the full thing. So she had to file for a liquidation bankruptcy, which means she has nothing except the pension that she didn't run away from which they can't garnish but that's it she has no assets so when she said to johan oh you know something about they, they were you know doing the conversion on the screen i didn't do it myself but there were 700 and some dollars on the screen that i think is what he was over every month allegedly was that every and month though I couldn't really tell, but she said that's twice what you make at the hotel. So is he making $350 a month at the hotel? And if so, that's... why would you assume that somebody that's making $350 a month is going to support you? You're, uh, you're like my wife. Ugh. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with her? I just, the thing that like, you know, it's hard to put into words how much I hate this person, Kim. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like it's there's so many different avenues to go down. I just get I know. Like, choice. It's I get choice paralysis about what I want to rant about for like four goddamn hours <laughs> about this person. But such a great what, casting. <laughs> what I oh my god, right? Jesus. So much to discuss. The 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 thing and I we I feel like we've had these people before. I don't care if you are like some you, if you've listened for more than 10 minutes you know that I'm I'm like 
aspiritual in almost every way, but I could not care less if you have your spiritual practice or you roll fucking rose crystals on your face. I don't care. What drives me crazy is, is these people that want to project this image that they're this Zen Ifa spiritual tradition, like in, they're, they're just this harmonious soul that just is full of love and light. And then they just scream, scream yeah. at their partner's face about how dumb they are. You're doing great. What are you fucking like Darcy and Stacy all of a sudden? Like she is ignorant, stupid, irresponsible, financial catfish, disgusting human. Fucking hate her. It's just I hope it comes out in this season that the reason she doesn't want to go back to the United States with Johan is because she could never sponsor a spousal visa, right? No. This is not I'm not all. a lawyer. I don't know anything about immigration the way that not this anymore. works, but I assume you have to prove you have to prove some sort of financial ability to support the person. And I mean, if she I wonder quit her job, her, she's not able to prove yeah. that minimum income. No, that's that's true. But I do wonder. So she has an ungarnishable pension, and I wonder how much it is. Like, remember, she can't we get it until she's older, right? Yeah, no, that's fair too. I mean, I just I don't know. No, you're totally right. Yeah. I mean, she has no income at all. We know that she used to make right around six figures, but she doesn't anymore. So unless she before when she applied, didn't she say that she applied and then she like canceled it? Or was that someone else? One oh, of these that other was fucking her. idiots. She said she like started to apply. I don't believe that she so even when ever she, did. If she ever actually did, then she had she made plenty of money on paper to sponsor him. But I do wonder if they I don't know if this has ever come up. Like, do they actually consider bankruptcies and and debts like this in the you feel like they kind of probably like should, a, but I don't know yeah, if they do. I don't know. Because I, I don't know. remember this ever coming up. Like, I make money, but I'm such a fucking moron that I just can't manage my life in any case. I I am hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt but god forbid i don't have a goddamn makeup refrigerator uh. <laughs> yeah yeah the american dream's real fucking dead danielle where's my makeup refrigerator in dominican <laughs> i know that like the butcher shop and danielle is all the talk on the internet about this episode but my favorite part of the episode kyle my favorite part was the most pathetic Instagram catfish DM in history. Also, oh my God. not sure it was a catfish. Do they know what a catfish is? A catfish is when you have a picture oh. of an attractive younger person. She used her own face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, this is just you creeping on somebody on the internet. Yeah. This is not catfishing. And I'm sure she didn't unfriend Jen. So on Facebook, it comes up like, here's this chick and she's a friend with Jen. And so, of course, his his first message is like, do I know you? Which, by the way, that's code for who in the fuck are you? That's what that's code for. It's not like, hey, hey, do we know each other? I've been waiting for you all night, baby. That's not what that means. His exact words were, do we know each other? It's like, 
who the fuck is this? <laughs> has, has this woman ever had a sexual relationship with anyone? Because I, I know well, from him? I, what are you I know talking from about? She's your picks, and I think you're attractive. Like who Kim, speaks like this? <laughs> I can't believe that you would question that this extremely attractive woman, self-proclaimed extremely attractive woman, has never been in a relationship. <laughs> oh my god! I'm. I'm. I mean, by the I'm way, a hot woman. And I'm like, he he asked me where I lived. He asked. That's basically insertion. <laughs> it's basically penetration. Uh, during the evidence portion, we will review what Chat GPT um, wrote. I want to compare the message. You mean oh yeah. The the no, like actual Chat <laughs> GPT. I asked them to write a catfishing message that was sexy and flirty for trying to lure it, a, a man <laughs> to talk to you. It didn't break the terms of service. I've asked it, it some weird stuff and it was not yeah. impressed with my questions. <laughs> um, la last question and then we'll get into the episode, but how much does Mahmoud hate Nicole on a scale of one to ten? Like fifteen, right? Oh he my looks god! Like he hates her. I think there's a little. So there's a little wiggle room, right? I don't know, man. What? He looks so annoyed. What? He hasn't seen this woman in months, and she Zoom calls. <sighs> He's like, "Hi." He says, "Hi, hey. my love." Like Florian says, "Hi, my love." Like. Hello, my love. Like he's exhausted, and she's not even physically with him. <laughs> Why would I be nervous to fucking talk to you? <laughs> that was his opener. That was like the first thing that he said on the show. I'm so nervous to talk to you. Oh, why would I be nervous? <laughs> We're married. We're fucking married. We're fucking married, lady. <laughs> Dude, I cannot wait to talk about them. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Kyle, who do you want to, you want to talk? Let's not talk about Danielle and Johan first. Can we talk about Nicole first? Yeah. Um, okay. So look, to me, living in Wood for uh, a little while, everything about Nicole screams that she grew up in a cabin without electricity, and then she is on a fucking rumspringer, okay? <laughs> And she's leaving the cult behind to try to find herself in the big in the big city. That's the what big it feels apple. Like. You almost said the big. I almost apple. said the. I mean, yeah, I almost said the big apple. But I just she, I don't know. I, she doesn't know. I just feels like she doesn't know anything about being in a society. You know, I don't. She uh, the way her mannerisms the. 
the big vacant like what's with all the fucking thousand yard stare horse girls on this season by the way (laughs) my biggest takeaway from her opening scene was when she's like i'm driving all over town and it's either cold or it's hot and i'm like what wait a minute i'm sorry cold you're from council and you're complaining (laughs) about la being cold what the fuck are you talking about the same temperature all the time and it never rains. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you talking about it being cold and then hot is really funny. I mean, especially since she's from Idaho. Dude. I lost it. Also, her friends hate her. She's like, <laughs> so we're going to give it another try, me and Mahmood. And they're like, Why? <laughs> I'm glad I got to see you before I go to Egypt. Uh, okay. That's a, that's an example. Like she doesn't there's no there's no accounting for social cues with her. No. No. There's something's missing. But I I just think it's a huge bummer that we didn't see her sooner because I would have loved to follow her on this return trip to Egypt, get married in a week. And then like two days after the wedding, she's freaking out because she realizes she does not want to live here. And what did I sign up for? I want to watch that in real time. Now we only get the historical view, which is, it's, it's, it's a pity. Well, that's so there's a lot of tinfoiling out there about the, their relationship and I think it makes sense. I just, we've seen this before. This kind of happened, um, this happens on the other way sometimes. And I just get this, especially with these two, because she's, none, none of the parameters have changed. And she even admits this. It's basically exactly the same thing. She's just going to try yeah. it again. It just feels like, they got cast after they broke up and they're giving it the college try to be on TV. Oh, absolutely. They are literally doing this only to be on TV. That conversation, like that they're Zoom call up, she had dude. with him, I was like, you, he hates you. They are broken <laughs> up right now. <laughs> Straight up. And even her friends look at her like, what? You broke up with them. Yeah, but I'm going back. And it just it just feels like she can't say, well, we got cast on 90 days, so <laughs> this is happening. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't I mean, so let's let's go through some details about Nicole. So she says she works two jobs. She does food delivery like everybody else, and then she resells clothes, which it seems like is the thing that she really likes to do. She says that she's been reselling clothes since she was little, and I'm I need more details about this. Like to who? How? In council? Yeah, there's four people in council <laughs> that they. I just. When I think council, I think burlap. And that's what people wear. <laughs> she said she graduated high school with 22 other people. And this is the other thing. She went to college for fashion design. And she said she worked some fashion design jobs after college, which aren't those hard to get? And she hated it. I have a feeling, I mean, just given what we've seen of her personality, I just think that she probably didn't get along with anyone she worked with. That's a good point. 
But then it all worked out, Kyle, because she started you, oh, studying she, spirituality. Yes. Yes. She went on a soul journey, Kim. She paid $40,000 to go on a soul <laughs> journey to Egypt and invade another country's ancient tombs. <laughs> All these spiritual sites, and we were doing deep meditations. Like, what is happening? <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? Okay, let's let's just say that it's all real. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're fucking like Egyptian pharaoh in your eternal resting place, and all these fucking white people come in and start like throwing <laughs> crystals around and talking like God damn, dude. <laughs> oh man, it's a rough, rough journey. It's a rough, for... it's a rough uh, eternal existence, right? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but she you know, she was just shopping for some fabric. Yeah. Was is Mahmood, is he, does he own the fabric store? I have no idea. I think he just, I think he worked there. He's just, he's just a sec, you know, Kim, it doesn't really matter though, because he's a sexy boy. Of course. He's got muscles and brown eyes and super cute boy. That's all that matters. So you should be my, he literally did the fucking cat call and it worked. You should be my wife. Okay. <sighs> literally like that is so funny to me that's why i think it's always so funny when these people say he proposed right away i'm like did he or was he just like you should be my wife ha 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 and they're like okay <laughs> what that's what that's i mean the the bar of effort for a good-looking dude in a fabric store, you know? He is quite handsome, I will I, say. I, 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 never, I, never, I, the, I never tried this. I never just tried this. I guess I should have. Tall, do you re- blue eyes. I, yes, I, you should yeah. have. It, you would have more stories. But, Kyle, do you remember when this show cast people like Larry? And now... <laughs> We're, I mean, everybody on this season is extremely good looking. We went from Larry to like Nicole and Mahmood. To, to Rishi. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I think about this trend. It, it makes it feel not real enough. You know? I... Mm. I don't agree with you that everyone's good looking, but I understand your general point about the trend, right? Yeah. And yeah, it's it's a little weird. And the the Nicole storyline, not only does it kind of... St- I mean, look, there's some fucking hilarious parts, mostly because of her profound ignorance. But, yes. But it does strike me as like, okay, here we go again. We have a super, super fucking stupid... And um, culturally ignorant white girl dating a dude from uh, from Egypt or mm-hmm. you know to, from Lebanon or just like and and this is to be clear I think this is the worst example of all of them because she fucking doesn't <laughs> for first of all she's not going to convert like Avery right. Mm-hmm. More importantly, she's moving there. 
This is like yeah. um, Yazin level of oh of, yeah of terrible, and there is something just like okay, we we're getting this again, and also it's a uh, they're they're just they're already broken up. I know that's what I think the main thing is. I don't think these two have any real commitment to reconciling. Yeah. Here's something you might never have thought about. Why does laundry detergent come in massive plastic jugs? Like, who wants that? These inconvenient, awkward, heavy jugs are filled with messy goo, and its contents are up to 90% water. Washing machines already use water. So why am I paying for water and lugging around this heavy thing? Not to mention, 91% of those jugs don't get recycled. That's right, 700 million detergent jugs wind up in our landfills and let's be honest probably our oceans every single year but it's not like you can just stop doing laundry i mean not if you want to still like have friends and a job so what are we going to do about it well we can switch to earth breeze my new earth breeze laundry detergent eco sheets look like dryer sheets but they're not they dissolve 100 percent in any wash cycle hot or cold. It could not be easier. Trust me, I'm an idiot with laundry and I was able to easily figure this out on the first try. No measuring, no mess, just toss in the sheet. EarthBreeze has really made the whole concept of detergent better. The packaging is compact, biodegradable, and plastic-free. Their eco-sheets are tested and safe for sensitive skin. They offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, or just canceled by you at any time without penalty. And with EarthBreeze's Buy One, Give 10 initiative, every purchase donates 10 loads of detergent to a charitable cause of your choice. A whopping 30 million loads have already been donated. These little Sheets have turned a chore into an act of kindness. And most important, you get a powerful clean for your clothes. I like EarthBreeze because I loathe wasting plastic, and I've made other steps in my life to cut down on single-use plastics. But I really just can't deal with eco-friendly alternatives that make my life more difficult. I know that sounds selfish, but it's the truth. EarthBreeze is easy to use, and it means I don't have to lug around this heavy plastic jug from the supermarket to my car with my kid, so it really makes my life easier and better in more ways than one. Now, I know you're listening to this, but you really just won't know until you try how great it is. If you don't like it, EarthBreeze will give you a full refund. You don't even have to send it back. They're confident you will love it as much as I do. Now's the time to try EarthBreeze because right now, my listeners can subscribe and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash cray to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash cray for 40% off. Earthbreeze.com slash cray We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of The Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why The Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are The Real Brady Bros. What idiot do you want to talk about next? We got two idiots to go.
Uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's do Jen. We'll save the best for last. <laughs> Jen's so, dead. Oh, Jen's wow. just like dead eyes, slack jawed expression. Just really, really bugs me. She. I mean, I I don't like her at all. You don't like her? No. Just because of um, her face? Pretty much. No. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay. Just uh, I I feel uh, like I'm not going like to like she, her, but I don't have like, a reason to dislike her yet. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that she's on drugs, but just her, it's her personality seems like she's on tranquilizers. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Kyle. I'm going to try a catfish you, okay? okay? Hi, okay. I've been looking through your posts and I like what I see. How do you feel about me? Do I know you? <laughs> I know you from seeing your pics and I think you're attractive. Okay. So, uh, yeah, where do you live? I'm in London right now. That's it. That was the... <laughs> Catfish That's- alert! She taught. He totally wants to fuck. I'm a female, and he's talking to me. This is suspicious. I'm like, has this person? Why is he asking an attractive female who I am? Where I live? He seems shady as fuck. <laughs> this is like the most pathetic attempt at flirting I have ever seen on the show and beyond. And just the fact that she's so fucking self-assured that he is, he must be a creep because she asked where you live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, like I mean, you said, look, although Jen claims that she's never followed him on social media. So maybe she, but if, if you, she can't see that this woman's connected to Jen, but. Maybe I fucking don't remember how Facebook works anymore. Me <laughs> but neither. It's just it's so fucking funny that she's like, um, he's talking to a hot chick like me, and yeah. so you shouldn't trust him. And oh my god, it's so great. It's <laughs> really look, funny. The, the only thing that look, look to Jen's credit, she doesn't really take this bait. She does. Yeah. She's she is like, uh, okay, well. I'm going to go to India anyway, because I don't really think that's a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) She literally is like, I don't think there's anything incriminating there. Oh, my God. Her Uh, friend is. And the funniest part is that her friend is so bitterly angry that she doesn't agree with this assessment. She's like, well, have fun in India. This friend is a producer's dream. Like you could tell the producer was like, make it out to be bad. And she's like, I will take it next level. I mean, oh my God. She spends the entire second scene with Jen just telling her how fucking stupid she is. Your picker is off. She says, you're insane. Um, Blazing red flag. She says, you're his concubine and green card ticket. And then so she mean. like finally she completes the 90 day bingo card for friend meeting by offering to catfish him. Amazing. Amazing. Greatest great. greatest. I mean, following the script to get that target gift card 
to the letter. Congratulations. Good job, Jen's friend, whose name I didn't even write down. It's funny to me that her two friends flew out to see her in Stillwell, (laughs) Oklahoma. Where is even the closest airport? I don't even want to know. But and what did they stay for like one dinner? It literally seems like they showed up for dinner and then they left. They did a horseback ride. They shoveled some (laughs) shit. And they, yeah, they had some rosé and that was it. They're done. The mom's explanation of Jen, like being basically a free spirit and quote, traveling since she was 10, unquote. I'm going to need more information about that. Does that mean alone? travel since they're 10 unless they're traveling with their family my son's been traveling since he was two months okay right i'm not gonna like brag about that in relation to his independence later because he was in a fucking car seat yeah exactly it doesn't make any sense so i don't know her family does seem supportive maybe her her mom, mom her mom seems really nice and sweet Yeah, she does. Her brother just thinks this whole thing is bananas and is really funny. Like, he's just grumpy town, like, walking around like, what is... Her family's reaction to the fact that Rishi hasn't even told his family about her was really funny. They're like, what? (laughs) Do you think Jen knows more or less about Indian (laughs) culture and marriage than Jenny? Way less, way less, (laughs) so much less. Like at least Jenny has some intellectual curiosity and some like spiritual appreciation for India. I think Jen is going to fight at every turn living there. Mm -hmm. No, she's going to hate it. I can't wait to watch it. Do you think she'll be able to buy broccoli on her own? Oh my! She's never. She's never going to try. No. no, absolutely not. No. What is she going to she, do she's... all day in India? Like literally, what is her day going to be like? <laughs> I know we ask this every time, but like, what is she going to do? Uh, just... <laughs> <laughs> Hang out with Jenny. <laughs> That's. She's just going to like. I think she's just going to have sex and just I don't know, go to the gym or something. <laughs> She's going to rub her face with a quartz. I don't know. <laughs> and a spatula. Yeah. Dude, like Jen explaining the difference between a love marriage and an arranged marriage to her family. For some reason, I like had to cover my ears and eyes. I was just like, oh, God, I don't know. For some reason, this feels weird. Hmm. She, I mean, so- God. At least with Jenny and Submit, they talked for like 10 years before they made all their stupid decisions. Um, they, she just doesn't know him at all. And it's just, it's like, I'm, I'm baffled by Rishi so far because. I don't understand. He doesn't want like, to move to the U.S. He doesn't want to agree. Like. What's he and doing it, this for? The fact that the parents are completely in the dark about this 
like it's one thing for the for the dead-eyed horse girl to think that this is going to work. <laughs> Nicole. It's a yeah. It no, Jen too. Is she's probably more of a horse girl. But <laughs> for for she I assume mean, she's literally shoveling horse shit, Kim. Come on. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. I please but, um, continue. Rishi has to know how massively disrespectful this is to to even bring this up and because they're gonna again kind of like with the the whole telling isabel's parents thing about gabe this is gonna come off as insanely disrespectful because they orchestrated her moving to another country under the pretenses of of getting married and meanwhile his parents have been in the dark this whole time it's gonna be a fucking clusterfuck what is this guy thinking other than i'm gonna be on tv and look real good and wash my hair with mayonnaise and shit maybe exactly that (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um we can catfish him what has is anyone listening ever said those words to a friend I don't know. I thought it was so ridiculous. Are, are people like, actually like this? <laughs> I have in my notes requisite catfishing scam. We're going to catfish him, but with our own profile. These people don't even know what catfish <laughs> means. They literally are just like sending him a message. It's just flirting. That's literally all you're doing. Yeah. It's great. You're not um, catfishing. You're just fishing. <laughs> I mean, what do you think, like, how what, how do you feel about Jen not even being connected with Rishi on social media? So naive. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. That dude, I mean, if, if she wasn't before, I sure shit hope she is now if they're still in any contact whatsoever. Um, because if you thought his DMs were gnarly before, oof. Yeah. I All right. mm, Okay, we're moving on. We got on. a half hour left to talk about Danielle and how much we fucking hate her. <laughs> uh. Um So, sorry, let me find my notes cuz I they're in the beginning. I I don't I mean, there's so much to say here. Mi- do you want a miserable wife, Johan? Do you want a miserable wife? Yes. Then then you better let me be on the beach all day, all night, while I do my 10-point skincare. Who? I don't feel like I've ever met someone that has a 70-point skincare routine but is literally in the sun all day. That seems contradictory. Yeah. Hopefully she's got some good sunscreen. Um, she the yeah. refrigerator, the the skincare refrigerator seems a bit much. You can get you can get like a little refrigerator to go for like fairly cheap, but again, it's not it's not about like the money. It's that she she harps and she goes on and on about how like I don't want the American life, the American dream's dead, but she is a fantastic consumer isn't she yeah i know i was about to say she's like pretty Uh, american to me (laughs) she's not she's not much of a producer but she's definitely a consumer of parking tickets and skincare (laughs) products 
This is my main takeaway. Okay. When they're in the like little room, I guess, where Johan lives, and they're kind of discussing whatever. On that bed, that on the bed that's that half bed the- is half the length of Johan, literally half the length of him. Does he yeah. sleep on that bed? Uh, he's so tall. I forget how tall he is because we just we normally just look at like his face and not his whole body, but he is the man is tall. Um, and also like I thought it was interesting that Johan says, Oh, Danielle doesn't really understand what it is like to live here. She's only been here on vacation. And Danielle says, Oh, you don't understand what it's like to live in America. The American dream is dead. I think they're both correct. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just neither fair. one of them understand what it's going to take to live in the other one's country. So, yeah, I mean, they're, 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 I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to look at Johan's, uh, ledger and believe that he's going to have a, a soft landing in the United States. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, t- it's, it was, it was a little rough to watch. Obviously the way she handled it is probably the worst way fucking imaginable. Are we talking um, about we'll the butcher get- shop? Yeah, let, let's do it. Um, what, what are, uh, l- let's forget what I, let's set aside what people are saying about this. What was okay. your gut reaction to this? My gut reaction was this butcher shop looks very new and very clean. And I guess that I've just, I've traveled a lot. I've seen a lot of open air meat markets. It The hanging meat didn't strike me as strange at all. What struck me as strange is that he has refrigeration in the butcher shop, but there's like, a bunch of meat pieces just sitting on the counter. And so I just thought that was weird. And it felt like something that was production led, but I might be wrong, but like overall, like I, I hate to tell it to you, Danielle, but I mean, try going to a meat packing facility in the United States. And if you think it's going to be, you know, it, it, it's going to be disturbing. So that's where your meat comes from. Just because you find it in the Walmart in a styrofoam package in a refrigerator doesn't mean that's how it looked when it was cut up in the meatpacking facility. And I just like most countries in the world have open air meat markets where meat is hanging and you just buy it fresh. And I read some stuff online saying that the flies are attracted to fresh meat. And so that's actually a good sign. I don't know. That that's my, but it it seemed weird that there were like the pieces of meat on the counter. What what did you think? Yeah, I have I have some similar some similar initial reactions. I thought for one thing, it's just I found it really funny that it just seems like a normal day for Johan is just kind of shooing flies idly. <laughs> that tool. That it doesn't little... seem like he does much else. But yeah, so okay. First things first. Is this really his business? Like, like really? I don't yeah, know. Great question. I don't either. Um, it does seem a little bit contrived. Like he's got a little ledger. Uh, I, I, it seems like his explanation is that he rotates the meat into the fridge to cool it down, and then he slaps it back on the table. Which, mm. um, 
seems a little strange. I want to know. So one of the reasons that you can do this and it's, you know, relatively safe. And I agree with your assessment, by the way, about, I mean, I've seen this in Nicaragua and in Mexico. You've got lots of these open air markets and the a number of flies um, can be a lot worse than what we saw with Johan's shop and people. I mean, we saw this, I feel like we saw this um, in Tunisia too. Uh, We've seen a lot of meat markets, like Philippines too, where they're like, oh my God, it's not wrapped in plastic and in a refrigerator. Like, yeah. Right. And so the whole fly thing, like, look, if you know how a fly works, it's not great to think about. Okay. Because (laughs) like, seriously, like trigger warning, this is gross. But when a fly lands on meat... It's not just hanging out, enjoying the view. It is literally vomiting acid to break down the tissues so that it can eat it later, or it's like laying eggs on it. So it's not awesome, okay? But as as you said, like this is extremely common. And yeah, it might make uh, an American like sick at first, but people aren't just dropping like, uh, forgive the, forgive the, pun flies <laughs> you know from eating this yeah what i millions found kind of billions of people yeah. are eating this kind of meat around the world and they are fine right what i want to know though is like what's the foot traffic to this restaurant because and also I, I have so many questions that are not really about the flies like is he just going to the supermarket and buying meat and then reselling yeah. it does he Where's have he a relationship right does he have a relationship with like a, dairy, a cow farmer and the, he he knows the the guy that's slaughtering the animals and he just is a reseller is he an actual butcher like is he is he getting a big ass slab and then he cuts it into the individual cuts? I have no idea. Yeah. All I see, Kim, all I see is a bunch of meat just literally thrown onto a table. <laughs> like that's it. It's just in a pile. There's not even any like little placards that say, here's, yeah. you know, rib roast, here's this, here's that. There's this. He nothing. had a menu. So he has a menu on the wall. He has a menu. I I assume you walk in and you say, okay, pollo. And then he gives, because pollo is on, I'm looking at the menu right now. He's got jamon. He's got, he's got queso. I guess you can just buy cheese. Fine. Mm, But I guess maybe he just, but how are you supposed to even know what you're looking at? So I have questions for sure. (laughs) Yeah. But the way that Danielle dealt with the financial part was I could, horrifying. I like I, I, I mean, look, get. I get her. It, it does speak to like some ignorance, which I'm kind of surprised that she's never seen like an open air meat market. She yeah, seems like, especially I don't she's know, like, been really? in Dominican, like, and You've she been in Dominican, is like, married to a Dominican. Yeah, like how many times have you been in Dominican? Um, that seems odd, but her her like revulsion about the flies. I, I at least can viscerally like understand that even if I wouldn't necessarily shame him about it because it is the way it is. But then when it, when, when we get the fucking software lesson, oh, oh God. Man. 
So it was bad. A, it was a spreadsheet. She didn't even like do formulas correctly. I love that he I love that his only response is your math is wrong. Like the only thing here that might be right is her math. <laughs> that's the only, <laughs> it's a fucking like Excel sum. That's the only thing that's actually accurate. But anyway, yeah, like his his like people need to see the meat. Like, this is so clear to him in his mind. It's so funny. <laughs> She's like, well, yeah, but it could be refrigerated. Man, it just, it's just not, it just like this, this, this conversation kind of happens in reverse because she realizes how that he's bleeding money, but then is shaming him for not having more equipment. So it's just, it's yeah, just reverse, I know. right? And yeah. he had, like, he had the freezers and the refrigerators He's and got receipt paper fine. like any other butcher that I've been to. You know, yeah. these old school butchers still write shit down on those tickets. And she's like, me giving him money isn't an option. And I'm thinking in my head, yeah, no shit. You're <laughs> you 80,000 in tolls. Yeah. Yeah. I know, the, right? The, the, like, the production shade of this entire scene was pretty hardcore, like with the fly sound effects. Oh, there were on. so many close ups <laughs> of flies on meat. So yeah. many. Um, so why? What? Okay, let's talk about Excel for a second. First of all, why are you <laughs> doing the Excel analysis in the fucking meat store where you can barely breathe? Oh, she's lying. I could barely breathe in here. She's so dramatic. She's fine. That store looked well ventilated and like. She was standing very close to the door. I, I doubt it smelled in there. It looked very clean. I thought the, the shop looked very clean. I've been running a wellness business since 2018. So I'm going to show him income needs to be more than expenses. Really? Wow. That's wow. crazy. Why That's, do you need I a mean, computer for that? Congratulations on your fucking business degree from Harvard. <laughs> Um, can we reverse a little bit and talk about Johan's home and like Danielle kind of marching in and being charming with his family? Was she? <laughs> I, they seem to actually, I thought they seemed to actually really like her. Because she's lied to them up that she's going to fucking take her son to New York yeah. and he's going to send back money. Yeah, you're right. Maybe they're just pretending, but 16 people live in the house with Johan. That's a lot of people. I, I didn't have a really good sense of how big the house was, though. The house looks pretty be, large. Yeah, it's got to be like a compound, you know? And he has like a separate, whole separate structure, it looked like. But she can only stay there for one day, Kyle, because there is no air conditioning and she gets mean as she goes more than one day without air conditioning. So and let's count nobody, all the yeah. things about America that she needs this episode alone. She needs skin care. She needs a skin care refrigerator. She needs rose oil. She needs a crystal to rub on her face. She needs perfect sanitary conditions for meat. And uh, she needs air conditioning at all times. But, yeah. you know, the American dream's dead, right? So. Oh, my gosh. She's a lot of demands. And 
that this is also when we see the tiny, tiny bed where Johan may sleep. I don't know how he does. And she literally thinks that the fucking resort that she met Johan and yeah. banged his 30 inch dick is the Dominican. <laughs> That's what she thinks DR is. It's a hotel on I the beach. Know. Like in the morning, she's like, what do you want to do today? Let's go to the beach. And that's all well and good. And I'm sure they do go to the beach a lot, like for on Sundays and stuff. But I'm sure like the rest of his family has to work that day. And they don't just go hang out on the beach every freaking day. Like she has in her head that they're just chilling at the beach all day, every day. And that's life. And oh, this beautiful biodiversity, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, these people are working. (laughs) A lot. They're not hanging out of the beach all day. But uh yeah, her skincare routine. There's a lot removing inflammation and blah. I'm like, I don't think that this is real. I wonder if she got the rose oil from Georgie. Totally. Put this on face, make look young, <laughs> rub with crystal. Get forty inch <laughs> penis insert. Uh wow. I mean, yeah. It's a do, lot do though. Think, this is gonna be a shit show. Do you think that her spreadsheet of expenses included all his initial upfront investment costs, like the refrigerators? That's what yeah, that's what was hard. That's, it seemed like yeah. it. And I was like, it you really amortized like that over time. Like or, or he already paid for one of the fridges. He owed like a couple bucks on another one, but she yeah. just it seemed like she was writing down literally every dollar he's ever spent on the business and then saying you have to make that much per month to to break even. Yeah, she's an idiot. Like, she has no idea what she's freaking doing. She just marches in there with her MacBook. Like, some she thinks she's some sort of genius because she can do addition and subtraction. I don't, and I don't like, think that Johan necessarily knows what the fuck he's doing either. But, no, I don't either, unfortunately. But, she but it was makes so it irritating the way like, she talked to him. No, of course. She speaks, to, she speaks to him like he's a complete idiot. And then when he pushes back against her and... You know, I think rightly says that your tone, your he doesn't say this literally, but he says, you know, your tone's kind of demotivating and making me feel shitty. Like, what are you doing? Well, oh, you just manifested 20,000, which is a hilarious thing for her to to say because, I mean, the uh, again, the audacity of her giving him any financial advice at all when she has completely destroyed her life when she made six figures in New York. I mean, look, in New York, that's not a massive amount of money or anything, but a, a lot of people get by with a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. She had a good job. It seems like, I mean, she was a history teacher too, wasn't she? Don't, like a lot of people want that job. Sounds fun to teach history. I don't, I don't know, know. if there anyway. is a glut of history teachers right now, but yeah, it, it sounds like super fun. If they if they'd pay me software developer money to teach history, <laughs> I would totally do it, Kim. I would love it. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Although it might. Uh, <laughs> Tech's yeah. kind of imploding recently, so maybe if um, maybe if salaries our... <laughs> will sink to the level that we may end up you know, being teachers. 
to be honest, Kim, our society would probably be profoundly better off if that was the case, if those salaries were flipped, but it's never going to happen. I know. Would be better. Uh, I do almost nothing of value, I assure you. Yeah. <laughs> Except this podcast. <laughs> oh, I just meant for work, but yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I was just saying, like, this is what we do to this, that's of value to society. Is, How sad this is, is that? This is my fucking <laughs> contribution to capitalism. <laughs> Um, I want to do a quick uh, next time The American time Dream's on. dead. <clears throat> the American Sorry, Dream yes. is dead. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? Do you need something to listen to while you're on long walks in your neighborhood or cooking or cleaning the house? Do you hate ads? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's only $5 a month. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice. And there's no ads on premium. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, about an hour and a half to two hours long, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more 90-day gossip, any other 90-day shows that are currently airing, like right now, David and Annie, and sometimes other reality TV. Right now, we're covering Love Without Borders, which is finishing up, and Darcy and Stacy, which finally starts this week. It's a dumb, dumb, fun show, and we love it. You'll get full access to our complete archive pa- uh, podcast catalog. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Next, so next week, we meet Mahmoud. I really want a, I want to know him before Nicole gets there. Gabe gets to Columbia, so we got to see Gabe and Isabel together which I want to see. And then Jamie gets sexy. And I'm going to guess that like Chris falls asleep or has a night terror. I want to, I just like curious what happens there. I enjoyed that the entire room appeared to be a a mattress and two giant titty pillows. And that was, yes, I know the whole room. It's literally like next episode, everybody just arrives. Like Gabe arrives, Chris arrives, Jen arrives. We meet Mahmood, we meet Rishi. And there was definitely, this was definitely a lot of other than meeting a new cast member train wreck and Danielle being an absolute ass face whore person. Uh, there was a lot of setup with the other storylines. A lot. There was. Yeah, we did get a lot. Of, and Danielle, like, I can't wait to see this perfect apartment scenario where she wants Johan to pay for it. Like, do you know how much those tourist apartments cost? Like, I bet that's like $3,000 a month. So, so the inflow is $350 and the outflow... Like, how is this? I like, already want to punch her. <laughs> she, I mean, she just she knows how much he makes at the resort. She knows his business is ble- bleeding or breaking even at best. So it doesn't seem like it's that hard to do the Excel spreadsheet. 
on if they can afford the apartment. Yeah. God, I hate her. I know. It's bad. Kyle, do you have any final thoughts? I don't know if I've hated anyone this bad since Incel Mike. You mean Danielle? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> just, She's just horrible. confirming. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Um, it's it's a fun like not it's like a fun hate, but there's a lot to talk about and discuss <laughs> with Johan yeah. and Danielle. And yeah. to be fair, we watched her on Caribbean Love, and we didn't like her then either. But it was still yeah, like. But, uh, yeah, a lot but to if talk you, about. Right. If you didn't know that she was just straight lying to him about the future she was promising, it was a different like I don't know if I hated her. I thought she was really annoying and really stupid, but hate would be a strong word. It's not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um I can't wait for next week. Just really still on the new season high. Uh, loving it. Loving every minute. Can't wait to meet Rishi next week. Can't can't wait to meet Mahmood. I, I want to see Egypt. I want to see India. I want to see these people implode in their new environments. So exciting stuff. I heard Darcy and Stacy is incredibly hysterical. If you are a Patreon or Supercast subscriber, we will have another another podcast for you. I don't know. What are we do- trying for tomorrow? Tomorrow night. <laughs> Tomorrow night, talking about Darcy and Stacy, which so far is so stupid, but it's great. It's the great kind it's of stupid. So great. And yeah. the finale of Love Without Borders. Yes. Which means that, Kyle, do you know what comes out on Friday? Brother the... Husbands? <laughs> no. Oh, oh I wish. Damn it. That's not till damn March. It. No, it's the um, Love is Blind, like, Okay. Uh, reunion. Get get and drunk so, and yeah, see how horrible our lives are going since we signed our soul to Netflix special. I put it in my calendar. Friday, February 10th, Netflix Love is Blind after the altar. So we'll be, be covering the, that the, on B-Sides next week. It's just going to be the Zen Evan Cole show. You oh, know? absolutely. I couldn't <laughs> even remember their names. I had to relook them up. I had I was like Zeneb and old blue eyes, you know, I who doesn't flushes toilet just leave leaves dumps in there for like apparently <laughs> six weeks at a time i just i are these people it's true they I showed know. it I know. he admitted I know. it on the show Dear so God. bad oh anyway all right well thanks for listening everyone this is a super fun show can't wait to see episode three bring it on loving it bye guys we'll talk soon Bye.